Hello and welcome to Plan B, a podcast about all the latest news and updates related to citizenship by investment by CS Global Partners, a London-headquartered legal government advisory and marketing firm. My name is Aisha Mohammed, and I'm your host. In our last episode, we spoke about the differences between citizenship by investment and residency by investment programmes, two major options in the immigration investment realm. If you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or iTunes to stay up to date with the latest in CVI. You can also find all of our previous episodes on our website at www.csglobalpartners.com under the resources section. So on today's episode, we have Natasha Jones from our London office's legal team joining us. She'll be taking us through what a typical application process for CBI in Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis looks like. By the end of our podcast, we hope you'll have learned all the basic steps to start your journey towards successfully attaining second citizenship in one of these two jurisdictions. Hi, Natasha. It's great to have you. How are you? Hi, Aisha. Thank you for having me. I'm well, thank you. Great. Let's get started. So what would you say is the first thing to keep in mind before applying for CBI? Well, investors have a number of factors to consider before applying for citizenship by investment. Importantly, investors must first decide which programme to apply to. In making this decision, an important factor to bear in mind is how long a particular programme has been in operation. While there are a number of citizenship options available to investors, many programmes are relatively new market entrants and have not yet stood the test of time. Longevity is one reason that the citizenship by investment programmes of Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, for example, are consistently ranked as two of the best programmes of their kind. Having been in operation for decades, the two programmes have been heavily streamlined over the years to offer affordable, efficient and secure routes to citizenship. It is important that investors feel they are applying to a renowned programme that is trusted globally. So we know a lot of Caribbean countries require an agent in order to put forward an application. Why is that? And where can one find registered agents? Yes, as is the case in all Caribbean citizenship by investment countries, applications to Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis must be submitted through an authorised agent and cannot be submitted directly by the main applicant to the citizenship by investment unit. The role of the agent is primarily to ensure that applications are only received by the units if all of the mandatory application forms and other supporting documents have been completed to the required standard and accompanied by the fees necessary for the unit to complete its due diligence. Agents also perform a first layer of due diligence upon applicants because they are required to conduct Know Your Client checks using the World Check database before applications are submitted to the unit. In Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, the Know Your Client reports are also submitted to the unit along with the application. Essentially, agents are the bridge between applicants and the units, and updated lists of each programme's authorised agents can be found on the official website of the relevant citizenship by investment unit. What are some applicant qualifications that the CBI units are looking for in future citizens of their nations? While specific applicant requirements may vary from programme to programme, Neither Dominica nor St Kitts and Nevis require applicants to hold any formal qualifications. No prior business experience, English language skills or knowledge of local customs or history, for example, needs to be demonstrated to obtain citizenship by investment in Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis. There are, however, certain minimum attributes that all applicants must have in order to receive citizenship. Main applicants must be over the age of 18, for example. 
all applicants, including accompanying family members, must be in good health and must be able to demonstrate that they are of good moral character. This means that they must be reputable individuals without a criminal record and with a clean source of funds. Caribbean citizenship by investment countries rely on stringent due diligence to ensure that all applicants are of good moral character and deserving of citizenship. You've mentioned due diligence as an extremely important part of the process. Can you tell us how the CVI units handle this and how an applicant can assist you in this step? Due diligence is top of mind with respect to Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis. Applicants and their families are thoroughly screened through a multi-tiered system of background checks. And these checks have consistently earned Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis international accolades. For example, in the CBI index published by the Financial Times PWM magazine. As I mentioned previously, the process begins with the agents who conduct initial scrutiny on applicants in the form of know your client checks. Upon submission of an application to the citizenship by investment units, due diligence is then performed internally and unit experts who are trained in anti-money laundering, counter-terrorism financing and document review, scrutinise each application in detail. External scrutiny is then performed by world-renowned international due diligence firms. These firms perform both online and on-the-ground checks on every piece of information provided by the applicant in the application forms and supporting documentation. In Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, external due diligence is mandated under the regulations governing the programmes. Applications are also forwarded to international and regional partners, including Interpol and the JRCC. Any application that raises concern or that is flagged by the unit's external partners is rejected. Applicants can assist with the due diligence process by ensuring that they complete all application forms to the best of their ability with the utmost integrity and by obtaining all required supporting documentation proving their identity, moral character, health and source of funds. However, the bulk of the due diligence process takes place away from the applicant. And how long does the process usually take? While processing times vary from country to country, in Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, applicants frequently receive approvals within three months of the date of submission, providing they pass the due diligence. In both Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, a processing time of three months is actually specified in the regulations governing the programmes. In St Kitts and Nevis, applicants applying under the fund option can also opt for the accelerated application process for an additional fee. Under the accelerated application process, a decision will be made in relation to an application in only 60 days. Even in the current climate, the citizenship by investment units of Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis remain committed to the efficient processing and have adopted online case management systems, allowing them to review applications remotely. At the end of the citizenship by investment process, the applicant becomes a citizen of Dominica. When can a successful applicant expect to receive their new passport? The citizenship by investment process ends when an applicant obtains a certificate of naturalisation or registration. While economic citizens can apply for and receive passports, it must be noted that this is a process that is independent of the citizenship by investment process and is not overseen by the unit, but rather by the relevant passport office. It is up to the applicant or the applicant's representative to apply for a passport from the relevant passport office after obtaining a certificate of naturalisation or registration. And would you classify this process as taxing for applicants? In Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, while scrutiny is thorough, the citizenship by investment process remains straightforward for applicants. This is due to a number of factors. Firstly, as I have mentioned, applications are submitted through highly experienced agents who are able to guide applicants through the entire process. 
Secondly, in Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis, applicants do not have to fulfil travel or residence requirements in order to become citizens. Finally, under normal circumstances, there is also no mandatory interview requirement for applicants in either Dominica or St Kitts and Nevis. What pieces of advice do you have for those looking to apply for citizenship by investment in either Dominica or St Kitts and Nevis? It is important that prospective applicants know what the citizenship by investment process entails before applying and at CS Global Partners we ensure that all of our clients know exactly what to expect and how to prepare their applications to an excellent standard. I would advise any investor who is considering applying for citizenship by investment in Dominica or St Kitts and Nevis that now is as good a time as any to do so. If the COVID-19 pandemic has taught us anything, it is the importance of having a plan B in times of need. Investors who obtain citizenship of Dominica and St Kitts and Nevis can be secure in the knowledge that they have a second home in a politically stable country with clean air and a robust healthcare system where the safety and security of citizens is well protected. Thank you so much, Natasha, for joining us today. We appreciate all of your insight. If you have any topics you'd like for us to discuss on Plan B, let us know and we'll be happy to have an expert address your concerns. This was our final episode of the first season of Plan B. Next season, we'll be back with more insightful guests, subjects and the latest updates about CBI in the Caribbean. Until then, if you have any questions about CBI or would like to find out more, please visit www.csglobalpartners.com and thank you for listening and stay safe.